<laughs> and now the Muslim version of Kelly. Hey, y'all. Hello. Hello. I didn't want you guys to not start, so I'm present. You know, that's so funny. We were just talking about it, how everybody says start without me, and then we never do. Right. So yeah. I figured y'all weren't going to start. Ruby texted me, so I'm like, well, let me just go ahead and get on. Mm. Well, I, I was just texting you just to see, like, were you going to make it or were you, like, close at home? Like, I like it. This is, like, oh. is, this is Ninja Kelly. <laughs> Real life here. I'm about it. So I say we can go ahead and get started. Not that many people around me, so. And uh, <laughs> you can always mute your camera or your mic if you need to. Yeah, I was like, I'll mute my mic and um, the transition so home may be the only thing, but I'm just down the street, huh? It's just so funny how all the other times, like you're worried about your appearance when you come on. I know, here. today I'm crazy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what do you I'm mean like, appearance? All, all you can see is her eyes. Right. She doesn't have an appearance. Yeah. Okay. Let me finish. Got nothing me. going on right now. <laughs> right. Just the bags under my eyes and the lack of sleep. That's it. Mine too. <laughs> These right. are just from being old. I'm not old yet. Mm. Just tired. Mm. Enjoy it while you got it. <laughs> just tired. So, boom shakalaka. Ooh. <laughs> to another episode of the worst ones podcast this is a safe place for preachers kids to come and be the worst um, you just call it a safe space this is a safe space for pks yeah safe space for pks to, to be the worst that's our new title i mean slogan all right uh my name is rudy wilson i am a pk we got jay rihanna in the building Harry wheezy in the building and always some form of kelly lee is here. I like Ninja Kelly. That was Ninja, Ninja, that was Ninja Kelly. <laughs> is that Ninja my guy messing up? Do y'all hear the static? It's me. Oh, That's not. No, I said it. I'm a little, a little crinkly. It's me. It's you. Oh man. And you, I mean, we can hear you. you. You sound muffled, but you know. The crinkle went away when you went on mute. Oh. We don't know what you're saying, Kelly. Anyways, all right. So <laughs> you're on mute <laughs> for a reason. Teenage Mutant Ninja Kelly is here. Um, so we'll start with you, Terry Wayne. How are you? How was the show last week? I know you because you had to leave us early when you was at the West Palm Beach Improv. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's correct. Um, but uh, no, everything went good. Uh, you know, uh, the week's been pretty. Uh, I'm still uh, still kind of taking care of uh, the girlfriend after the surgery, so gotcha. I'm getting run a little bit ragged. As soon as I get off here, I got to go pick up her groceries and take them over there. How far, she huh? How far does she stay from you? Uh, not too far. It's just more of like a just another thing I have to do. So gotcha. it's like one of those. Uh, when it rains, it pours situations. Gotcha. Yeah. So. And how, how did you say how the show was at West Palm Beach? 
It's always great, you know. It's always what? improv shows are always great. It's it's they're the easiest rooms, you know. What just happened? I don't know. You you just had a little hiccup there, buddy. It's okay though. It happens right. to everybody. All, all y'all screens just blacked out and came back for some reason. But I was saying, I was saying, was the show was it like a special show or something? Like did it, was it no, like, no, 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 oh. nothing, nothing too special. Uh, but gotcha. okay, yeah, not a big thing. No big deal. No big deal. Uh, Jay Rihanna, how's the show? How are you? I will be boot free on Saturday. I'm so excited. Um, you will be what free? Boot free. Boot free. Boot. Yeah. She broke her uh, her toe. You know oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I I didn't. It didn't connect in my head that you were talking about like one of those cast boots. Right, right, yeah, right. no, I'll be. Boots I just thought you were like, no more boots. I'm not <laughs> buying another pair of boots in my life. No, I'll be out of this boot, and it's actually a really big deal to me because for my birthday, I bought my first pair of Jordans, and I literally have not tried them on because I couldn't get like they came in the mail the day after I broke my toe, and so it was like no way I could get my foot in there. <laughs> so. Um, Yes, I'm excited about wearing two pairs of shoes and no longer looking crazy. <laughs> Keep on them Jordans. <laughs> um, all right. did, did you did you not make the booth fashionable in any way? You didn't. Oh, no. You got to bedazzle that thing. No, and it's just like it sucks. Give it some sparkles. It sucks because nobody tells you like the boot is going to be whatever height the boot's going to be. And so it doesn't matter what shoe you, you wear. It's like, just, you can, you know, you just look crazy. And if you're walking fast, you know, it's just like, you know. Just, <laughs> and at one point, uh, Chris was like, we were like at the grocery store. He was like, you want to get one of those, you know, the buggies, the electric buggy? <laughs> like, this is like a legit time where you should, you could use right. it or whatever. <laughs> right. But you know, y'all, you know, them buggies be going two miles per hour. <laughs> They there. die in the middle of the store. There. I was like, "Well, there. you should." I was gonna say you should be grateful that uh, when my father broke his heel, uh, he he shattered his heel, just ruined oh, it. No. Oh yeah, yeah. No, he it was crazy. Uh, but they had him in a uh, wheelchair for like six, eight weeks, something like that. And then he went to the boot with the little scooter thing. And then he went to the regular boot. Like that was a long healing process. That was terrible to watch. It's it's not fun, but I'm excited to be out yeah. of it. Yeah. Well, good for you. Thank you. Teenage Mutant, how you doing over there? I'm good. I look crazy. I'm getting my hair done under the dryer. Don't know what my sound sounds like on your end, but it's the dryer in the background. Oh, okay, cool. I like that you keep saying Teenage Mutant and you leave out the ninja part, which is what we were all going. <laughs> well, I You're said, just like Teenage I Mutant Kelly. No, I I said the full thing at first, but it's just yeah. too long to keep saying. So, just say you know, Ninja Kelly. It's fine. I mean, I could say Teenage Mutant. Well, no, I think that needs to be her name from now on. Honestly, is just Ninja <laughs> Ninja Kelly. Well, you you got your show. I I feel like she feel like it's a compliment when I call her teenager as opposed to you know. <laughs> yeah, but you're also calling her a mutant in the very right. next word. In a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> You got a, definitely like a turtle shell on your head, Kelly. <laughs> and, and then you got the ninja mask on. It fits. Go ahead, though. How you doing? Got it. But 
I'm good. You know, we're here from real life today. Um, <laughs> under, under the heat, the dryer. Because, um, you know, I, I told y'all last week, May is just a crazy, crazy time for me. Um, and I figured the least I could do is get my hair done. So I'm here getting my hair done. Uh, that, shit better, that shit better be popping next week when you show up, too. I'm talking about it. It's probably not even going to last that long. <laughs> it's probably not even going to last that long. I'm just trying you know, to it's in Atlanta now. It's like right. 90 degrees. I feel like I you really overemphasized that done in there. Like, <laughs> you wanted to make sure you didn't say did. Oh, no, I yeah. wouldn't say did, but I was no? make sure my hair was done. It's too bad. I like that. I like I say it. I'm like, yeah, I got my hair did. Like it just feels good in your mouth, you know. I can see that. But yeah, I'm just trying to be prepared to be a PK this weekend for Mother's Day, you know, Easter, Mother's Day, Christmas. I got to go on back to church. Uh so I just needed to last until Sunday, honey. Yeah. <laughs> but otherwise, just keep me in your prayers for the rest of May. Um, it's crazy out here in these work streets, but we're gonna make it through. Do you, do you have any you have a special assignment on Sunday or just the, you just could be in front of people as the just gonna be in front of people just gonna be back at the church hey you know since you brought it up you just made me think about something uh because I, I'd like to ask the two ladies here uh because I've never asked this question before to a black woman and I'd like to ask it uh because when I was growing up Friday was one of my favorite movies I had the VHS and I'd watch it over and over again and if you'll remember in, in the really beginning does. of the, huh? they, do, they do sleep sitting up like that, yeah. That, that's what I was gonna ask. I'm like, do you have you ever really slept like this <laughs> so your hair doesn't get messed up? Because that I that seems like a real burden. I would go Jada Pinkett before I would do any of that. Like I would just yeah, you, know. you sleep like this too. This is another one. Like if you're on the pillow, yeah. yeah. I used to sleep like that in class. Like I'd put my head down on my hands. Like like I could do that, but this you don't want to crush this. your your curls in the back. Uh, it's hard being a woman. I, I want no part of it. Yeah, no, that's a, that. No, that's definitely a real thing. They they put that in there to be funny, but they were definitely imitating. I love the fact that you knew what I was gonna ask before I even asked it. Absolutely. Like I didn't <laughs> even ask, and you were like, "I know what he's about to ask." <laughs> Well, once you once you said you always wanted to ask a black woman, then you said Friday was your, your one of your favorite movies. I said, oh, I know where this is going. I, yeah. I, I, I Regina King, she's you know, sitting there with a right, you know, exactly. Her, yeah, so no, yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you 100. Kelly is. I don't know. She is. She got that is a that is a burden that I would not take on. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've actually thought about that recently. To your point, not to get mm -hmm. too sidetracked, but I've thought about like. Now that I like, it's one thing I guess if I was born a woman, that'd probably be one thing. But now that I am a man, mm. I don't think I would want to be a woman. And I've and I asked the woman like, would she want to be a man? Like, or would you know now that you're a woman, would you? But like now that I'm a man and I and I and, and I'm I don't understand fully what it means to be a woman because obviously I've never been one. But I just I would I'm used with the choice God made with this one, being a man. I don't know. I I've always said that if I got to choose who I was going to be, I would have picked Native American woman because, you know, A, you don't have to sleep like this while we're on the subject. Uh, but uh, you you also, you get, you know, if you're a Native American, you get money back from the tribes, uh, especially when you have casinos involved, you get monthly stipends and payments. So I would just be this beautiful young Native American woman just going down to the casino, giving my check, 
next thing you know and you also as a woman you control the social atmosphere uh like like i always say that men hunt for a woman to find and women get to choose a man like because your options are limitless and ours are limited uh so who accepts us versus who you accept so i i feel like that's just the best of all the worlds is native american woman the only downside is yes there's only like six of you and they genocide most of your people but well, yeah, I, mean, I get that as far as like you being specific even as far as the you know what type of woman like where she comes from and all that but i guess even for me i'm even just thinking about even just something as simple as like you know labor you know what i'm saying or i, I don't know that, like, oh but they have epidurals now you can i don't i don't know. care I don't, I, don't want, I don't I don't want, I don't want, I don't want nothing. Yeah, I don't huh? want nothing going inside of me. I don't I don't want none of that. Like what you what you say, like, Janessa? I said uh you don't want monthly cramps either. Well, the monthly cramps seems bad, but I I don't think that would that would affect me as much. Uh you know, I I had a lot of issues with intestinal issues when I was younger. So like I've I've had severe cramps to where I had to like go to the emergency room and stuff like that. Well, that's what I have. When I was younger, yeah. I to, for my cramps, for my menstrual cramps, I would have to go to the emergency room and get morphine drips because it was that bad. So yeah, no, I don't. And I mean monthly, I would go to the point right. where Eggleston would be like, "What's up, Janessa?" They knew me by name. Well, to Rudy's point, right. to Rudy's point, as, as far as labor goes. I would actually love that. I, I am so, that's the main thing I'm envious uh, to women about is I would love to know what it feels like to actually create a life inside you and then watch it come into the world. That to me, that's amazing. That's, that's some, some people call that amazing. women's curse, but I think, I think that's honestly a gift. No, I, I, think, I, think, I agree. That. I agree. As far as it being amazing, I just would, would much rather admire them to experience it's really not that bad i've delivered two kids like i've delivered two babies Terry, uh, yeah Terry, Terry. yes ma'am as a man uh -huh. please don't speak on women's issues please do well, not I'm, say oh it's not that bad and you've no, no 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 look <laughs> natural <laughs> natural childbirth is natural childbirth is a horror show but and so is cesarean do you not do you even no, no, know what goes on terry yes just, just i've delivered two i've I've delivered two babies. That doesn't matter. You are not the woman who actually had to physically go through it. You delivering a baby well, is I'm not talking to him the whole time. Actually having to push the baby out or what actually I, having to be cut. What, what I'm foolish. Goodbye. What, what I meant to say was a uh, natural childbirth. When he's talking about going through labor, the epidurals basically numb you from the waist down so and do you know just, about the lifelong problems that come with epidurals well yeah i'm just talking about labor that's all I'm, terry what <laughs> I, think good, uh, I think this is a good segue to today's topic uh okay men I think speaking it is about too. women's problems <laughs> yep <Abortions. laughs> this was great i don't know if y'all planned that but that was perfect I may have, I have, may have led us there, but I didn't know, I didn't know she was gonna, I didn't know Janessa was gonna get all Medea. Well, but, let me just say, um, mm -hmm. I'm going to be, be very limited on what I, I'm going to say because mm -hmm. I'm not gonna entertain foolishness. This is not the day, especially not today, given what has happened in in world news. So in the I'm Supreme Court, very, very reserved in my comments today. Okay, 
Well, you always are, but uh, unless I start talking about labor and then you go bananas. No, but, because I had to see by where the way, you were. But now that I know what type of person you are, I know how to deal with you. So it's all good. But but I will say this just to your point. Uh, yeah, it was part of my medical training. I had to do I had to assist in two live births and one had to be a natural birth and the other had to be cesarean. So I've seen the cesarean and that's pretty much like any other surgery when you're recovering for it. That's uh, you know you what go you through eight not? layers of, of muscle and skin? Oh, yeah, Do you I know. know that you can't sit up? Do I you know. know. But you still have to care for a baby? You still I, have to breastfeed? I know. You still have I know. To... So, Terry, don't don't sit here and be like, it's not that bad. I'm not minimalizing it. I'm saying that- Don't even pain... say that you understand, because you don't. I, You're right. Period. I, I've never done it. You don't, Terry, and leave the conversation. You've never done it. What are you understand. talking about? You've never done it. You don't. I know. have not, but I have experienced things as a woman that you never will. And Terry, and for all you know, you don't even know what I never will, you but don't I'm even not know if I had a child or not. You don't know if I've had an abortion or not. Terry, you do not know me. All right. There's I no think. reason. To, I know you don't have kids. We've talked about You don't about know this. me. You don't know anything about me. Just because I didn't share that I have kids this doesn't mean I don't have kids, Terry. Wow. So, so, so you have secret kids? And don't act like you know me. Well, well uh, Kelly, welcome back. Uh, wow, I know. She got all mad at me, Kelly. It's gotten pretty juicy since you left. Girl, he's trying to act like he knows what being a woman is like. I so never I, said that. Well, hold on. So, so let's, let's, I'm going to say this just so we, for the sake of moving on. So, Terry, where you did kind of misspeak is by starting off by saying, like, something wasn't that bad. You were like labor or whatever wasn't that no, bad. No, the labor pains can be mitigated with pain relievers. That's all I was saying. I yeah. Fine. What I'm saying is, but to Janessa's point, mm -hmm. you have not and will not ever experience it. So even even if you were just say the best, you know, gynecologist or delivery doctor <laughs> or whatever in the world, as right. like, man, you still cannot speak on just say the woman experience. Well, so, that's so that, true. But I'm saying if I was an OBGYN here saying this. You know, I'm pretty sure she wouldn't be so mad at me. But you, but you, it's you, because but, I'm me. But I'm saying, but you're, but you're, but you're also a man. It's, 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 right. Which, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. Which, is, but I'm saying, so even if I would have said it, you know, what I'm saying, like it's still, the, it's still just as wrong. It has nothing to do with it being you, Terry Wayne. Right. Just, I think it's more or less because of which, which gender more or less said it. But that goes mm. to even the, the the discussion of tonight. Right. Which I know you kind of brought it up, which is why I titled it a Bible. I know you even brought up a scripture when you presented this this uh I did this topic to us, but I feel like this will be, I guess, even outside of the Bible because we are talking about it uh in reference to current events. Uh but go ahead and present. Yeah. Uh actually this is this is one that I've wanted. Uh this was on the list, but since everything has happened with the Supreme Court right now, uh when it comes to you know uh parental rights. And, you know, when when to start your family and whatnot, uh, I just felt like it's a good time to bring it up. Yeah. Abortions in the Bible. Um, there actually are scriptures that talk about abortions. Uh, mainly uh, the one that I wanted to discuss was Numbers, uh, Numbers 5. And the, the main verses uh, that at least get to the heart of the point are 19 through 21, uh, where it refers to... Uh, Abortions. I, I can read it. Committed. Quick. I got, I abortions read it. committed through adultery. I I read it real quick. Uh, 
Oh, you didn't read it? Oh, okay. No, I'm saying I'm going to read it for the listener. I'm saying I read it out loud on the podcast. Okay, but uh, yeah, I did do a lot of research on this because I didn't want to broach the subject without uh, being knowledgeable. And plus, you guys always you guys always run me through the ringer when I don't. Uh, but uh, no, I actually called my dad today to, just to get his opinion on this subject before I uh, before I open my big fat mouth. Gotcha. All right. So Numbers 5, 19 through 21. This is in King James Version. Uh, and the priest shall charge her by an oath and say unto the woman, if no man have lain with thee, and if thou has not gone aside to uncleanliness with another, excuse me, uncleanness with another instead of thy husband, be thou free from this bitter water that causeth the curse. 20. But if thou has gone aside to another instead of thy husband and if thou be defiled and some man have lain with thee beside thine husband then the priest shall charge the woman with an oath of cursing and the priest shall say unto the woman the lord make thee a curse and an oath among thy people when the lord doth make thy to rot and thy belly to swell yeah and it actually uh what that means is um they would at least my interpretation of, of the story is that <clears throat> if there was a questionable pregnancy, they would go to the priest. The priest would give her a tea or a drink. And if she drank it uh, and miscarried, then it was because the, the child's father was not the husband. But then if she didn't, then there was the child. Like that's that's the general vibe that I got off right. of it, and there is there is actually precedent for this in the scientific world as well, because uh, because there are ways that women used to induce miscarriages for unwanted pregnancies way before medical science. Uh, right. Parsley, they used to eat large volumes of parsley, uh, which would cause a natural uh, a natural miscarriage. Um, also there's another hepatic root or Hippocratic root or some kind of root that they would make a tea out of again, that would half the time you drank it, it would cause a miscarriage. Uh, so I'm, I just naturally associated those two things, right. Uh, when I heard that story, but I, I really don't know the answer to any of this, uh, but I thought it was a great topic for discussion because they are actually talking about it, uh, which I didn't know. Uh, somebody had to turn me on to this, but I didn't know the Bible ever actually addressed uh, uh, terminating a pregnancy. Right, right, right. Right. So, so I will, I will say this as far as my opinion, and I'm, and this is strictly, I'm gonna strictly label this as an opinion because it's, it stems from just say my thoughts, but also my thoughts being influenced by what I feel like I was kind of taught in church growing up. Um. So I growing up always kind of looked at abortions as wrong for the simple fact of me having the mindset of like, you know, uh, everything happens for a reason. And now mind you, me being a kid, I wasn't, I wasn't considering horrible ways of getting pregnant. I wasn't considering somebody getting raped or, you know, or yeah, yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't thinking that far. It just was in the sense of if somebody actually consensually had sex unprotected mm -hmm. and got, and got pregnant, then in my mind, I was like, because even like growing up, like people ask me, like in my teenage years when I actually started 
having sex and through my 20s or whatever, people would ask me, you know, all the time, like, do I have kids, whatever like that. And my answer would be like, surprisingly, no, because I know off of decisions I've made, I definitely should have had some. And I've definitely been in positions where even when I was in high school, like my girlfriend was pregnant, but she ended up having a miscarriage. So I say that to say, um, which is not uncommon. Right, 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 right. Yeah. No, for sure. No, for sure. But I'm saying, like, I, I definitely um, took that same mindset into those situations. Like, if any of these girls ended up pregnant, regardless of how I felt about them, like, if you're pregnant, then we just gonna have a baby. Like, like having right. an abortion was never an option for me. Because, right. Because I, because because me, I'm just like, well, it ain't the baby fault it ain't you know what i'm saying like we did this so like if, if this is just responsibility that that's on us then it is what it is but i would also state the fact that like i'm going to support you in whatever your decision is like because ultimately mm -hmm. you know you have to carry this baby or whatever or or not or whatever so like i'll i have your back in that but <clears throat> in not speaking for nobody else but me personally like even to this day if i get somebody pregnant whether i'm ma married to them or not I it would be it would be a very sticky situation for me to have to be considering like an abortion. Like I would have to be married, she would have to be married, and we both trying to not ruin our lives. You know what I'm saying? Like it would have right. to be, I'm trying to like cover like you know what I'm saying, like really, really cover our secret type thing. Well for me to think that deeply about an abortion. And I'm not saying that's right. I'm let me no no let me let me give you a good example of what you're talking about. One of my one of my close friends, uh I mean I'm not gonna mention any names or anything, but somebody I've known for a long time, um his uh his they had to have an abortion. Um and when I say had to, they had to. Um they didn't want to, but again it was for her it was for her safety. Uh, that they had to terminate that pregnancy because she had breast cancer at the time. And the doctors told her like, this could kill you. Mm -hmm. Like the, this is a real fear that because, and the thing is, if they didn't, then, then both mother and child would have died mm -hmm. or could have died. Right, uh, right. I, I, I forget if they gave her percentages or whatnot, but right. they're, they're like, you're risking your life trying to save a baby. That's going to die. If you die anyway. You know, because it, it wasn't far and long enough. Right, right. You know, it was right. first first trimester. Where did Janessa? We need a woman here. We can't talk about this without a woman. Where did Janessa go? <laughs> but well, it, here, oh, okay. Here, here's the thing. Uh, I don't believe when it comes to these kind of issues. I honestly, and you're gonna love this, Janessa. Uh, I honestly believe that men shouldn't even be involved in a conversation uh, when it comes to family rights. When it comes to women's health. We, we shouldn't even be involved in the conversation because it doesn't affect us. We don't know what it's like. We don't know what's going on. We can't make those decisions because we have no perspective on it. Uh, De definitely as far as as far as it being a law, like to make something illegal, I think is kind of tough when you're talking about right. when you're talking about personal decisions. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, And that's in any category. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that. that's why even if it was, even if this was all women lawmakers making this decision i still right. think they would be wrong to make it a law like make it illegal to say yo you absolutely do this. but there there are people that feel like it should be illegal because their feelings are this is a crime the only the only right. thing that irks me is when i hear a man say that 
when I hear a man say that, it curls my skin a little bit, only because either we're going to have rights or we're not in this. Because I've been saying this since I was like 17. I was like, wait a second. So if I get a girl pregnant and she wants to terminate her pregnancy, I have no say whatsoever in it. Like, I can't tell her not to. I have no legal right to tell. Hang on. Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. Wait, wait. Let me finish. I wasn't cutting you off. I wasn't cutting you off. All right. Um, I have no legal right to tell her not to. I can go and try and get an injunction from a judge, but it doesn't matter because it'd be too late then anyway. But I have no legal right as a man, as the father, I have no legal right to tell her whether she has to terminate it or keep it. However, if I, on, on the converse, if I say I don't want to have a kid and she says too bad, I'm having it and I'm putting you as the father on the birth certificate, now I'm on the hook for 18 years of child support payments and support, even though I said I didn't want to. So like it does, there is a little bit of hypocrisy when it comes to that, because as it takes two people to make a baby, but only one person to, to kill one essentially. Right. So, this, so I was, so even when I had my hand like that, I, I, I was saying it really in agreement with what you were saying as far as, cause I think, I think man or woman in my perspective, I think mm -hmm. when, you're, when you're speaking for the masses, Right. I don't think anybody has that right. I don't even think women have the a woman has the right to tell another woman what she should do with her own body. You feel what I'm saying? Like so no, no, me, I get it. I get so, it. So, so for me, it's when it comes down to whether it's a rule or even just your opinion about mm -hmm. the people, people and abortions in general. I don't think anybody has that right. But to your point, uh -huh. in your personal relationship, like if 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 I'm married or if I'm in a committed relationship, whatever, and, and then and me and this woman and she ended up getting pregnant, I do think that I and her should be the ones having the conversation about yeah. whether we're keeping it or not. I, now, I agree. To your, to your point, do I have the dominant say-so to say, no. Bitch, you better, you know what I'm saying? No, you, you have no legal rights. Even if, even, if, even if you don't want the child, no. I feel like you as an adult, you, you think about that before you go wrong, before you know you're going wrong, before you know she not, she not on birth control, before, you know what I'm saying? So, like, even if you don't want a child, like, you, there's ways to prevent that before 100%. the seed is planted. You feel what I'm saying? So, but, and I, I went down this rabbit hole with my father earlier today because this, this, this issue is so complex on so many levels uh, that people that just choose one side or the other and fight vehemently for it. I think are being a little bit foolish because this, this can get so abstract. And because you remember it's a large world. There's a lot of people, there's a lot of different situations. So you kind of have to try and think about all of them. Uh, right. But you know, I, I just try to judge things as it is. I used to be a very staunch pro-lifer, right? I was like, there's never an excuse. There's never an excuse. And then I heard a story that kind of changed my mind. And it was a 15-year-old black girl that lived in, I believe it was Alabama. Mm -hmm. She had been raped by her father. Mm -hmm. She had gotten pregnant. She went to try and have an abortion. They said, you can't, you can't terminate a pregnancy without your parents' signature. But he was a single father. She only had the one guardian. Wow. So she, she had to try and get him to sign off on a terminating a pregnancy where he was the father. And he refused. So then she drove to Texas to try and get it done there. 
They refused. They said, no, you need a parent signature before you. And now all of this being said, she tried to go through all this rigmarole to terminate this pregnancy from her father. But at the end of it, by the time she got through all the bureaucracy, all the morality, all the, uh, the arguments, she was in her third trimester and they said, well, it's too late to do anything now. And then she killed herself. So like you kind of like life is a tapestry and every, every strand is different in its own way. So I do try to keep an open mind more nowadays because I, I really did feel a lot of guilt uh, over some of the opinions or, or some of the things I had said uh, before that, because I'm like, ah, well, everything's different and everybody's different. So uh, I'm just, I don't know. I, I try to be gentler as I'm getting older. I try to just like, be more humble about things. Uh, yeah. One last thing for me, just to go back to what we were talking about, as far as if a man should have a, a say so or not. Once again, I'm, I'm, I, I only think the involved right should have a say so with his particular situation. Mm -hmm. He shouldn't be speaking on everybody, but if he and a woman are with child, then because I, I've I've had an experience where somebody who I was dating ended up mm -hmm. pregnant twice during our during our relationship and i didn't know about either pregnancy until after the second abortion and i felt some type of way i'm like i mean not that i was going to like force wow. you to keep it but like yeah no told me like we can have a conversation like, you know? right like no like, i get like, it and, and once again I, and i kept reiterating to her it's not that i would have forced you to do the opposite mm. of what you already done but there's no way that me and you can be like we're in a committed relationship. It ain't like we just two, two people screwing. You know what's funny? Like, you, you know what I'm you, saying? Like you know what's funny? This is like a me too moment for men because I've had a similar situation uh, where uh, a girl I was dating was pregnant, and she basically came. She the only difference is she told me she was pregnant. She came to me and uh, she said, "Look, it turns out I'm pregnant," and I was like, "Really?" And she goes, yeah, but I'm not keeping it. And I said, are we going to talk about it or anything? She goes, we can talk about it if you want, but I've made my mind up. And the funny thing is, I wanted to keep, I, I wanted a kid. Right. And I, I wanted one with her specifically. Right. Um, because I was very much in love. And, and here's the funny thing, Rudy, you know this person. Um, but she's <laughs> like, but I'm, I'm not keeping this. Right. I'm not having this child. Right. Uh, and it wasn't even really a discussion. Uh, it was just, uh, this is this, and that's that. We can talk about it if you want, but right. you're not, you're not going to convince me to keep this child. And I want to reiterate the word involved. And Janessa, you can if you have some, but I want to reiterate the word involved. because I wish she would I, I get involved, but she's not. She's just no, 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 no. Involve, I'm not saying involved with her. I'm saying when I'm saying involved as far as the man and the being involved in the woman being pregnant, because like, Mm. There, there is some niggas who like getting women pregnant, but they're not like involved. You feel what I'm yeah. saying? So like that nigga definitely don't have a say so. Like she can determine what she wants to because she are she can see the the red flag of this this motherfucker ain't finna be here in the first place. You feel what I'm saying? But as as far as like especially like if you're married or in some type of you know like committed relationship, like this is some this is a proven situation. If y'all end up getting pregnant. I do feel like the woman has the ultimate say so. Right. 
as far as like what the final answer ultimately is, but I definitely think the man deserves a conversation. Well, it's look, I got a conversation. I got one. Right. But you know what? Every April for the past five years, I think, oh, my kid would be this age. My kid would be that age. My kid would be this age. I, I literally just thought about it last month. I was like, oh, I'd have a five-year-old right now if I had any say-so. But but that's where that's where we have to, you know, kind of let the you know, the political correctness kind of drop away. And it's like, do fathers matter or do they not? Like legally, do they really matter or do they not? Because if if we have no say so in whether a child is born or not, then what what are we? You know what I mean? But that's how, what how can you be held accountable for a decision you didn't get to make? But that's what I'm saying. I don't I don't I don't even and correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think the fight that's going on in the, the system or whatever is about the individual man talking to his wife about whether they should keep a baby or not. It is, we shutting down abortions, period. You right. know what I'm saying? That's like, the conversation I think that men shouldn't be involved in. Right. Because whether it's legal or not is not a conversation that men should be involved in. Whether your significant other has an abortion is a conversation that you should be involved in. Because that one actually involves you. Right. But the general laws for women, no, men should not be involved in that. Go for it. That's what that's what I meant by my earlier statements, just to clarify, because I always need to clarify because I put my foot in my mouth. <laughs> Go ahead, Go for it. Say something. Huh? I mean, I don't really have nothing to say. <laughs> I just miss her voice. I just want your opinion on this. Uh and I, I don't mean, know I how agree we, with we a lot of the things that Rudy said. I think the overarching all women um, abortion should be legal is, is not cool. I think there should be a conversation if you're in a committed relation with somebody. And I think the conversation also needs to include what happens before this child is even made. Like mm -hmm. if y'all not trying to have, you know, if you're not trying to um, like, there should be a conversation. Yeah. Do you want to have kids or not? Because right. There is a possibility, even if it's just your first time or one time, yeah. that you get pregnant. And if we are more clear on the front end, maybe we want to be having these back end conversations. Not saying that they won't happen, mm -hmm. you know, because you can be as safe as you can be on birth control. You can have condoms. You can do at the same time and still, you know, get pregnant. Nothing's 100 percent proof. So it's not that the conversation would not happen at all. But not only especially in the current event topics that are happening today to what rudy was saying the conversation is abortions are going to be illegal are yeah illegal period and then also at the same time they're trying to make birth control less accessible and more expensive but nobody's talking about uh, mandating birth control for men or making the vasectomy is mandatory for men from my understanding i haven't done a lot of that's research. not a, that's not 100 percent either by the way I, well, from what i've heard i'm haven't done my research but what i have heard is that vasectomies are reversible um mm -hmm. they are so why not make all men have vasectomies and then when you get in your committed relationship you get your vasectomy reversed and poo poo you do it with your wife 
Like, well, some sometimes there are uh, complications where there's it, complications to everything. But I'm saying yeah. this conversation that I'm saying right now is not even being had. But mm. but we yeah, want to yeah. focus on abortion, abortion, abortion. Let me let these men tell these women what to do with their bodies. Let me let these men tell these women what they should do. Mm-hmm. Not cool. I and agree. That's, that's really what I. Have I to couldn't. Say. I couldn't agree with you more. Every time. I see an 80-year-old white senator on CNN talking about women's health and women's rights. It just drives me crazy because it's like, why Why are you even involved in this conversation? You know what I mean? This doesn't affect you. When we get to prostate cancer, we'll talk to you. You know, like, uh, I, I completely agree with that. Uh, you are wrong about one thing, Janessa. There is 100. There are two things that are 100% accurate when it comes to birth control. Uh, that is uh, abstinence and hysterectomies. <laughs> if you have a hysterectomy, you're not getting pregnant. But you cannot undo a hysterectomy, but you can undo a vasectomy. No, no, I, I get what you're saying. And they are working on male uh, birth control pills. And yes, I will be, the first, I'll be the first why one. Why taking all this time and we're still talking about Because we've been in charge. We just said, make them do it. That's why. Because no. women have been subjugated for 20,000 years, you know? like that's, Okay, Carrie. All right. No, I agree. I, I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, uh, like that's why because male chauvinism has ramp has been rampant for thousands of years. Yeah, I mean that's why I always say like uh, American democracy is less than a hundred years old because women only got the right to vote in what the twenties during the suffrage movement. Like that's you can't call it a democracy if you ignore half the population. Do I mean? So, Janessa, let me ask you this in reference to uh, hi, Kelly. <laughs> Looks good. <laughs> Thanks. That's what, that's what we was waiting on. <laughs> we didn't even get a big reveal or anything. She literally, she literally went to the, the beautician for them to wrap that on her head. Like, <laughs> I need a new wrap. And you just, <laughs> we're going to wet it, blow dry it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to stay wrapped up through something. Right. Um, but, Janessa, this is what I was going to ask you. What? I obviously know how everybody feels about the men making the laws or whatever, but to, to what I was saying earlier, because I I was saying that I felt like I don't feel like man or women or or woman should be able to speak on the masses when it comes down to like personal decision making, it's such as you know getting an abortion. So right. do you, for you, is it a because it's men saying it thing, or even if it if it was a woman like a all women lawmakers would that make it better for you or would you feel just as i guess i feel like it's the law in general because what what else is police like what for men is police what what body is you know government police for men none so it's not even necessarily like, oh, it's all men or all women. It's just the law itself. Like, yeah. No. Nah. Uh, you know, it's a great uh, I, I think the, a great analogy for this would be circumcision, which is uh, we're now saying that all American men have to be circumcised. Even if you weren't circumcised at birth, the law now is you have to be circumcised. I then I because when I think of that, I'm like, 
I don't know. I don't know if it's the same thing. I'm just thinking like that. I could see men reacting to that in a very similar way. Like, get your laws off my body. Right. But that's but that's light compared to like it would for for it to be an equal comparison, it would have to be what Janessa said in the sense of all men, especially just say like once you turn 21, you gotta get a vasectomy. And then once you get married and you're ready to have kids, then you take the chance. Oh, there was. There then, was one selective I'm service. Saying, I'm saying that would yeah. be equal to saying something about like an abortion because us being circumcised ain't right. That ain't that. You know what I'm saying? That's. I still think there'd be a huge swath of dudes that would be outraged. Like, but most of them wouldn't be Americans though. Like, most people who are uncircumcised are like from the islands and like you know, especially well, at least for black people, they'd be like Haitian no. and shit like that. Like they, you know. It's most of Europe <laughs> and and a lot of uh, Latin American countries and then a lot of, so there's a lot right. in America too, just to be honest with you. But I mean, I don't know. I ain't checked every meat I walk past, but I just know for me, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm perfectly fine with being circumcised. I'm Maybe I've just been in more locker rooms. I don't know what to tell you. I know. Listen, <laughs> I played football all the way through college and I've been in the army. Okay. I'm just saying, but I wasn't checking. All right, all right, that's I wasn't fair. checking for turtlenecks. All I'm saying is, is that how do you not? How do you not glance? How do you not just glance? Come on, man. What is this turning to, Terry? What I'm saying is I'm saying. What I'm saying is that um, I, that that particular instant wouldn't be as bad as abortion. But us all getting vasectomies, yeah, I could definitely see a lot of pushback on that because that's you know that's more. But we there was a law there was a law that was only for men on the books for quite some time, which was uh, selective service. Which is when you turned 18 as a man, I remember having to do this uh, back in the 90s. Uh, when you turned 18 as a man, you had to go down to the post office, you had to fill out your selective service uh, cards and then turn them in. It was, it's a law. You'd go to, you know, you could be prosecuted if you didn't. Uh, and basically, that's it. They ever called another draft, you know, like for a war. Uh, you had to, you're basically putting your name in the lottery. If they ever had to call a, a war again, yeah, but that's that's still something totally different. But I I know, but I'm just saying that's something that was uh, that she asked about a law that, that was only against people's body, right? Health wise, oh, okay, health wise. I just meant like you. Okay. If you when you when I signed up for the selective service, <sighs> I felt like a little bit like a piece of meat, you know, where it was like, all right, well, in case we need you, we're gonna throw you in there. You know, whether you like it or not. Okay. So. Kelly, are you caught up on this conversation? Boy, she's getting <laughs> deep in it. <laughs> somewhat, not really. I feel like I, I went, for some reason, um, I couldn't hear you all. Um, I think Janessa has held it down um, for the sake of women um, and women on this podcast today. Janessa is hot. All right. Like I'm not hot. It's just like No, I get it. Don't, I understand don't. why you'd be upset. It's just like if you know this, Terry, then why would you fix like you should have used picks you should have been more selective about your words. If you knew better, you should have did better. I'm better. trying. That's I put my foot I in my mouth about. all the time. I put my foot but in my mouth. But the thing is, Terry, you this, also preface this saying, I did a lot of research. I talked to my dad, and it's like, well Well about about biblically. It, did you? I did biblically, but we we kind of strayed away from the Bible a long time ago. 
Like I wanted to talk about the 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 priest that was essentially. But Terry, this is how you been. You knew how you felt about abortions. You know, like yeah. this isn't your first time. Your first re- revel, res, uh, revelation about an abortion. You've been no, knew how yeah. you feel about it. Yeah, I so, do. And you knew how other people feel about it, and you know, especially how what's going on right now, how a lot of women feel about it, and so you should have chose your words better. Period. Okay. Well, I apologize for not so choosing better words. That's what I'm upset about. It's like, man, I don't understand. I thought the you were better that, than this, and I think uh, you are better than this. But it, it was disappointing. Disappointing mm-hmm. in the moment. What words? Uh, what words was it specifically that that? When you said you? Uh, when you were talking about the epidural, talking about labor pains being oh, well, it's oh, not we're that bad with the epidural, but you don't even know the dangers and the complications that come with epidural. And you're well, just saying, no, no, well, if I you just... get an epidural, then you good. Your, your labor pain is not that bad. But sometimes the epidural don't take. Sometimes people got to get two epidurals. Some people get paralyzed for life. Sometimes people have pain past the epidural after the baby is five years old. Like, what are you talking about? I'm talking you are, about. You are coming from an informed place. And so if you do not know, do not speak mm-hmm. on things you don't know of. Well, no, no. What I was talking about with the epidurals was I was there in the room and hang on i was there in the room uh i don't know you're right i don't know anything about long-term damage of epidurals i i don't you're right i don't know anything about that all i know is when i was assisting on that delivery uh i watched a woman in pain and then i watched a nurse uh administer an epidural or i no, it might have been a doctor i don't know but I, I watched somebody administer an epidural and I watched the pain go away instantaneously. Like I, I it, it was like a miracle. I was almost, I was so impressed with how quickly it relieved that pain and how long it stayed off because she was gone and, and for numb a- for long time, long time, long after the delivery. So go ahead, Kelly. Go ahead, Kelly. Uh-uh, go ahead, Vanessa. I'm just taking it's my personal experience. That's all I was given. My personal experience. Terry. But the I know, way you said I know it, I'm you, wrong. it was like you were speaking for all labors everywhere because you had witnesses, one lady. This just, one that's lady. all I got. That's all but that I doesn't got. mean that doesn't give you the right to say, well, it's not that bad because I witnessed one lady get an epidural and then her labor was like this. Like you still sound like horrible, Terry. All right. Horrible. Well, I, I apologize about that. Like, I didn't. I just don't, was talking don't about say the. It's not that bad. And mm. then say, I saw an epidural and then equate that to. Everybody. I now understand yeah. that, you know, what women go through. Like they don't, the dots don't connect in any, any way on any planet. Well, just to, just to preface, just so I don't look like a complete monster in this situation. Uh, that conversation started with the fact of me saying that, that that being able to create life is the main thing that I'm jealous of women for. That doesn't and matter. I would, it I doesn't would, matter that you were like, well, well no, this no, is no, a I'm, good thing, but I'm going to say this. Like, no, you don't well, get brownie points for, for saying this preface thing. Terry. I'm not looking for brownie points. I'm just no, saying. What are you I talking would, about? Why are you even bringing this up? There's no point for bringing it up. You don't get brownie points for saying, well, this was how it started. Well, yeah, I'm just saying that's how it started was like, and again, I'm just going off my, I'm going off my (laughs) personal experience. And the only experience I have was the two deliveries I assisted on and my sister's three kids. Like that's, that's my 
only experience. And these were all white women? Uh, no, the natural live birth that I did was, <laughs> was a Haitian woman, uh, a quite large Haitian woman. Uh, why does that even matter? Huh? Well, I asked. No, and I'm I, saying, why does it matter that she was a quite large Haitian uh, woman? Terry, well, because saying, there was like, a lot of there was a lot of complications because of it. But it, we don't need to know that. She okay. asked you, was the lady was they were they white? Answer the question. Was it white? No, there was a Haitian woman. What's mm -hmm. the point of saying there was a very large Haitian woman? It just sprung to my mind because it took. And uh, that's like Terry. I'm trying to show of, you where you're problematic, but okay, I appreciate right. it. I appreciate you pointing it out. I wasn't trying to be problematic. Uh, it's just a story I've told many times, and that's always part of it because then I always tell how difficult it is to, you know, for a 500-pound woman to give birth and, you know. Well, this is my favorite episode. I like it. <laughs> you know? I know. I'm just getting, I'm this, just getting this is, hammered. This is, this is what I for any woman to give birth. Like, just be quiet. This is what it's, it's extra no, hard. I will say this. Scary. I know it's that it's extra hard for a 500-pound woman. It it's is. hard for a 90-pound woman. It's hard to deliver child, period. Okay, but it's extra hard period. for So just stop talking, Terry. You are you are really just digging yourself in a deeper and deeper hole. Go ahead, Kelly. I guess I should just shut up. <laughs> I, like you said, Rudy, I think that this seems like this was a Phenomenal episode. Um, the the type of stuff that I know you've been looking for, Rudy. Podcasting is all about. <laughs> you, gotta, you need a little beef every now and again. I think that there, you know, there's a reason for everything. There's a reason why I couldn't access <laughs> the podcast most of the time. Because mm. um, because Janessa gave it to us today. But this, I mean, she, this, this hasn't been no episode. She, they haven't been arguing the whole episode. I don't want you to think. Because I mean, every time I got on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it just was the timing. <laughs> My timing has been impeccable. This hasn't been the whole episode. But I um, <clears throat> I do, I would like to just hear just your thoughts in general, just in reference to um. If you want to be abortions in the Bible, I don't know if you heard of when we read the scripture or even just the, the abortion situation in general, how you feel about abortions. Just your take real quick before we close it out. Well, I will say this um, background for the viewers. So most times we get the topics beforehand. Terry chooses most of our topics. When Terry put the topic in the chat today, this was going to be the topic. Um, I, like, I, let me go to the hair salon. And I don't blame you. I knew it was going to be problematic. I yeah, knew something I, was going to happen. I knew it was. But, but I when, wanted to be involved, which is why I logged on from the... Uh, you're like, I'm not missing this. From, yeah, from, you know. But I, I think... I don't know. It, it, it's so many layers to it. I don't even know where you all have gone. I did hear the conversation about... Um, I think the part where I, the clearest that I've heard was really Terry and Rudy talking about men being involved in the conversations on a personal level. Mm -hmm. um, and then men being involved um, in these lawmaking mm -hmm. um, decisions. Um, definitely feel like, and it's probably the consensus that men have no say in what women do um, with their bodies on a, on a large level. 
Um, I definitely am pro-choice. I believe in abortion. Um, I do. And I think that it's a woman's right to choose what she, what she would like to do. Um, it's a weird way to put it though. <laughs> pro-abortion. I, I like the life. It doesn't. <laughs> huh? I said, I like the term pro, uh, pro-choice because that, that sounds better than pro avoid Did you? I said, I'm pro-choice. I believe in abortion. Yeah, that's what I meant. That's that's the one that hit my ear wrong. Oh, that's not, no, I did say pro-choice. Like, yeah, I believe in abortion. I, that's again. I do. I, yeah. I believe that a woman has a right to choose. I do. I do, um, too. Yep. And I, um, now I lost my train of thought. Oh, um, I, 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 <laughs> sorry, I, I messed it up. And then he's I quoting me. I know. I will, well, let me ask you this, Kelly, because I asked Janessa this. Is it when it comes down to the, the lawmaking of the masses, is it that men are making these laws or would you feel different if women were making the laws to make abortion illegal? Or is it just the law in general that you have a problem with? Right. Um, that we even have to have the conversation about whether what women do with their bodies just in general. You mm. mean that? Yeah. No, I'm, so, but, but I'm, I'm saying as far as the people, because. The, the grand conversation is that men don't have a say-so. So what I'm saying is, so let's so say if men didn't have a say-so and it was women who had the say-so, but women were making the decision that's being made right now to make it illegal. I'm saying, would you be more for it because it's women making the no. decision or would you still be against it because of the law itself? I would still be against it because of the law itself. Well, here, and I want to clarify because I don't want to spread misinformation. I don't want anybody getting wrong information here. The Supreme, first of all, the Supreme Court has not ruled. That was a leaked document that said if they were to rule. So they haven't ruled yet. Even if they did rule and they, they overturned Roe v. Wade, it, it doesn't make abortion illegal. What it does is it sends it back to the states and the states have to decide for themselves. So uh, abortion at this point, it will never be illegal in America in certain states, but it probably will be in others if they end up overturning roe v wade because you know the whole south and most of the midwest is going to make it illegal and then you're still going to have like the coastal areas you're still going to have washington california oregon you're still going to have massachusetts new york uh they're never going to make criminalize abortion and it's going to turn into the same thing that ireland had where ireland had the, a similar kind of law go through and they created what they called abortion tourism where women when if they wanted to terminate a pregnancy they would just hop a Ryanair flight go over to England ha terminate the pregnancy and then come back uh but at least at least it's an option uh you missed the story about the 15 year old but I I'm going to recall that and say she tried to do the similar thing by she's in Alabama, tried to go to Texas, didn't work out. And then, you know, she killed herself. But uh, no, it was a very sad story. Yeah. It completely changed the way I thought about the whole issue. Um, but again, I'd like to get your opinion, Kelly, because uh, the one thing that me and Rudy did talk about with when it comes to the male figure is uh, what rights should or can a man have when it comes to terminating a pregnancy that he's the father, like does, should the father have any rights or any say so in it? And if so, you know, what are they? And if not, then why are they held accountable if they're on the other side, if they want to terminate and the woman wants to keep, why are they still held accountable? 
at the end. So that's it. I know it's a big topic. <laughs> that's a big <laughs> it's a big topic. The summarizing so, here at the end. Um, I just wanted but, to get your opinion on it. But so rights and say so conversation mm -hmm. are different. Um, so where I kind of heard you guys talking was the conversation. So we'll 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 start and maybe end there, and the rights and all of that. That's a whole different conversation. But in terms of um, two people in a committed relationship that made a decision together to have sex, knowing that the risk of having sex is um, having is getting pregnant, is the woman getting pregnant? Mm -hmm. um, I do think that um, I can understand where a man would want to be involved in the conversation, um, you know, for the woman to say to the man, hey, um, you know, I'm, I'm pregnant. She may already come with um, a thought of what she wants to do. Um, right. She may come to the man with, hey, what are your thoughts? Let's discuss this together. Um, he may already have, you know, if this happens, if, you know, um, if my woman gets pregnant, my lady gets pregnant, we're not having it, you know, or, I, you know what I'm saying? So I think everybody kind of comes with what they want to do. Um, but All I right. do think that if I can definitely understand that if two people are in a committed relationship and the woman gets pregnant, um, that the men should be involved in the conversation and she could, she should consider, um, how he feels about it all. Well, because that, that affects me personally. I know you weren't here for that part of the conversation, but I was dating a girl who got pregnant, chose, <laughs> chose, yeah, chose to terminate. And I had no say in the matter, even though if it was up to me, I would have said, just have the kid and then give it to me and you can go away. You know, like I, I would have said that I would have said, just have the kid, give it to me. If you really feel strongly about not being a mother, then you can go away and that, that would be fine. But I don't I don't have that right to say that. I think right. So in in that situation, um, I think yeah, I think it would have been nice if she would have considered what you said. I also think it would have been okay if she would have said no. I'm still going to follow through with the choice that I wanted to do. Um, well, and I I am uh, ashamed to admit it these days, but uh, at the end of that conversation, not only did I take her, I ended up paying for it, uh, even though I didn't want it. But the way that I processed it in my mind was I'm in love with this person. Mm -hmm. uh, so either I can fight this and lose the kid and the girl, or I can support her and just lose the kid. That's, that's what I had to come to. And it's still bother, it bothers Like I'm, I'm literally on the verge of tears right now, even talking about it because, you know, it really, it really does. You know, there's it takes two people to make a kid. It should take two people to delete one. That's all I'm saying. Kelly, let me ask you this. Were you, as far as in like your Christian household, were you raised, uh, I guess, like that abortion was wrong as far as like in a Christian aspect? Janessa, you know, if you have been. I don't even really remember <laughs> the conversations about abortion. I, I really can't even recall. To be honest, I'm sure we had them, um, but I don't even recall what the messaging was as it related to. Well, just growing up, did you ever even just say subconsciously, whether you knew where it came from or not, feel like abortions were wrong? As a Christian, I'm talking about specifically as a Christian, not not man woman. So I'm just saying, like, just in Christian upbringing, like. I, I don't know if I can answer that. I really, I would have to kind of sit and think about that off the top of my head. 
I don't, I don't know. As long as I can, you know, I, like as a Christian, I don't, like I said, I know my own personal, I mean, I am, I am a Christian. And so my personal thoughts do, you know, but I can't, I can't answer that right now. What about, what about as of right now, currently, do you think it's wrong as a Christian as far as getting an abortion? Once again, not talking about the right of a woman. I'm just saying Christian principles. Specifically. <laughs> My personal opinion, and again, I haven't done the deep dig in the Bible, and I missed Terry's um, Bible scriptures today. Um, but the one I, time I come ready with scripture, <laughs> I, missed, I didn't even put the scripture in the chat. Number, numbers, um, numbers five, nineteen through twenty-one. Oh, yeah. I did read it um, um, while I was getting my hair done, but um, but yeah, but you know, I don't. I don't know if right now at this at this present moment if I can separate my Christianity from who I am. So I just feel like I yeah, how you feel. Yeah, you know that's right. yeah. No, I got you. I got you. And I and we haven't even touched on the verses, by the way. We never even went back to the actual biblical because the, that we did it. It's no, did it. well, it's just <laughs> well, he froze. Guess for a reason. Nah, shut him up. <laughs> no, what you no, I'm saying, what, what did you say? Um, I was asking in your, in your, in your Christian upbringing. <laughs> I think it's funny that he's like, God, shut him up. In your Christian upbringing, uh, were you taught, like, or, you know, or aware or had any go. type of subconscious or type of conscious that uh, ab abortions was wrong as far as? Christian principles, not a woman's rights or whatever, just as far as Christian principles. Were you ever taught that or did you ever think that or whatever growing up? I wasn't taught that or I didn't I didn't necessarily think that, you know, I, I was more pushed that sex before marriage was wrong. And I was also taught, you know, thou shall not kill. Um, but it was not in the context of. Before there are. If you get pregnant and then you kill the baby what is called an abortion and that is like it was never put together in that type of package mm -hmm. but i've always kind of viewed it in that way um however even though even if you have sex outside of marriage and that's a sin even if you kill somebody an unborn child a live person we talked about this a couple of weeks ago you can kill someone and go to heaven because that's, that's not what it that's not what it's about for god and so Again, when you talk about making stuff legal and you want to talk about in the name of Christianity or religion, um, well, are we uh, We must not be serving the same God because if you get that abortion and you ask God for forgiveness, he will forgive you. But of That's course, true. of course, you know, God wants us to turn from our sin and not do that again and, you know, live a life that is pleasing to him and et cetera, et cetera. So I think it's, it's a little bit more than just right, wrong, law, legal, whatever. It's gray. It's the whole area is gray. You know, it's, it's never going to be a black and white issue. Never. Even, even people I know that are staunchly pro-life will you can find a scenario where they go, well, okay, in that scenario, you know, if, if, if it's a serious risk to a woman's life or, you know, in cases of incest or rape or you know, all the other stuff we talked about, you know, like 
even they'll be flexible. And that's that just kind of proves how gray the area is. The thing that I like, uh, or not the thing that I liked, but the thing that I found most interesting about that verse that I gave you guys was that it only talked about terminating a pregnancy in regards to adultery. You know, like it was only speaking about adultery. Like this is because it, it almost makes me think like in those times, in that culture, the only reason you would ever terminate a pregnancy is if it was another man's child. And that just, to me, that just swirls my mind with all these, because you got to remember the culture was different back then. It was very male orientated. So was it to save the man from, uh, disgrace or and, and we still have that today we really we still have that today there are cases even still today legally um i read one that a man uh and a woman uh they had a child and she she put him as the father on the birth certificate uh and three years later from some medical review or whatever he found out that the kid wasn't his because the mother had one blood type, he had one blood type, but the child had a third blood type. And that obviously, you know, sent him thinking. So then he did a DNA test and it turns out that the kid wasn't his, but because he was listed as the father, he still had to pay child support on a child that wasn't his for years until he could fight it in court and get his name taken off the uh, birth certificate. So we still kind of think in that that male uh, orientated like the world revolves us fashion. We still do that. We still do it legally in our laws. Well, one thing is for sure. Not only you can go to heaven, mm -hmm. or, uh, even if you kill somebody, but you can go to heaven even if you kill Christians. Because Paul was a very uh, prominent figure in the Bible. He was definitely slaughtering Christians and still made it. <laughs> So anyway, well, yeah, God forgives you, everything. Which I know, is, but that's, no, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, not yeah. only just not only just murder, but you can be murdering God's own people and steal. Mm. That's deep. Kelly, it's on you. Church announcements. You can find us on social media. Instagram. I think I was gonna say that. I'll give a little background story. She said social media. That's fine. <laughs> In Instagram, social media. Yeah, it so, is. That's on Facebook. I got if they you. type this in on Facebook, they're not gonna find it. Right. So then I was gonna transition to <laughs> Instagram. Thank you very much. But I was gonna give a backstory first and say, as usual, I haven't done my job. So on Instagram, <laughs> that's, actually, that's actually the front story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find us at the worst ones PK um, on Instagram and social media and TikTok and Facebook. No, you can't. Um, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we're not on Facebook, he just or said it, or TikTok, or TikTok. <laughs> we're not on I don't want to be on TikTok, <laughs> or Snapchat, or I was about to curse. We can barely get the Instagram together, mm. but <laughs> <laughs> at um, not at Princess Kelly, what's um, oh, but. Again, as I always say, or what I just started saying, what is consistent is Rudy on his job. And the new episode drops every Tuesday. You can find us wherever we find podcasts, wherever you find your podcast. Um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, 
um, if you want to just kind of listen to our voices. But if you want to see our beautiful faces, you can go to YouTube, whichever you decide, just type in the Worst Ones podcast and you will find us. Um, once you get there, make sure that you like, make sure you leave a comment, make sure you subscribe and make sure you share. Definitely, if you have gotten to the end of this podcast, <laughs> share it. Um, this I, is a conversation that needs to be had. You need to share this one. This is the conversation that needs to be had. Um, so share yeah. it. Share it. Share this one. Share all of them, though. Yeah, but this one especially. and This one and whether Jesus got morning one. This, those are the two important ones. For the, for the thumbnail, I'm going to find the angriest face that you and Janessa had at one point. <laughs> <laughs> I... I didn't even get angry. I was more on the defense. Right, Janessa was yeah. so expressive. Like, yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm. Look, I'm actually happy about the situation. I really am because it's like I love to see people stand up for things they believe in, and obviously, this is a very sore subject for you. So it was, it was it's nice to see you. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. Well, no, no, no. It's <laughs> nice. uh -oh. I, I was doing so well. Hang on. Wait. Just wait. 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 Okay, I'm just saying it's we're a very sen uh, sensitive, sensitive, sensitive subject. Sensitive subject for you. Sensitive subject, that's what I meant. Uh, so, But I do love to hear people's convictions because when people speak like that, they're speaking real. Like they're giving you the real information. And in a society that we live in where it's so fake, real is worth its weight in gold. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm not even gonna respond, Kelly. I'm not gonna all right, don't know. It's, it's fine. Terry? I you know. I'm wrong. Right, just go ahead, Terry. You already talked. Just go ahead and say. I, nobody cares. It's fine. Like Terry Wayne comedy, social media, blah blah blah. It doesn't he is, matter. He is on all social media. I am right. Terry Wayne comedy. We ain't forgot about your precious Kelly. How do we go back? Excuse like, oh, me. Look at there. No, he brought you back. <laughs> He's like, no, no, no. No, we're still doing your Instagram handle. At Princess Kells 51. Make sure you send me a message and tell me it's you. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. It's a very exclusive club, folks. If you can get in this one. Hey, Kelly, it's me. Like, you don't even know. It's a complete stranger. It's me. Yep. Just to let you know. Yeah. I know where that came from. Once I'm we share this episode, well, I'm happy that at least I get to be in the VIP section for once. <laughs> you are. Mm. You can find me at Melanated Bruce and J Rihanna Double Underscore. That's it. Dang, we don't even have fun over there today. <laughs> no, <laughs> not today. <laughs> this is not. This episode is not brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> it is. It is not brought to you by stamps.com. It is brought to you by the nobody. The three. So no, no not today. Good time, Kelly. No. Good time. That was good comedic timing, Kelly. That really was. That was perfect. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Yep. Thank you. I gotta get I've learned. Yep. <laughs> a little, <laughs> little tip of the cap I gotta, to Kelly I gotta get on this season. one. That was, yeah. that was perfect. I've that was been, good time. I've been taking notes. <laughs> that's that's two longtime comedians just tipping their cap to you. Oh, that, was, that. That, was, that was good. I, I'm literally in tears right now. All right. <laughs> At the podcast. That's that's two men that were crying on this episode, just to <laughs> let you know. Now that's two. That's both the men were crying on this episode. Oh, <laughs> the podcast, this is one page. for the books. Right. At the podcast official page, uh, 
it's a, it's a live podcast, interactive. If you want to come argue on there, we do it the last Monday of every month, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Zoom ID is 815-499-0955. Uh, righty. This was wonderful. I appreciate you three for being here. I appreciate all of you for listening. Uh, we being here, man. Season two, episode 19. Next week will be 20. How to lose allies. <laughs> 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 yeah. To the world.